Hello, my name is Sandy Adamitis, the social media director for the Page International Screenwriting Awards, and your host for the Writer's Hangout, a podcast that celebrates the many stages of writing, from inspiration to the first draft, revising, getting a project made, and everything in between. We'll talk to the best and the brightest in the entertainment industry and create a space where you can hang out, learn from the pros, and have fun. Hey, writers. I'm solo today, but Terry is going to be calling in from his location. We have spared no expense to make sure that Terry can talk to us on our New Year's episode. Now, the number one question we have for this podcast is, since it's New Year's, am I drinking during the recording of this episode? Now, I don't want to brag, but I did get a brand new soda stream for Christmas. So uh, yeah, there's going to be some soda stream drinking during this episode. Christmas movies get all the accolades and attention this time of year, but three of my favorite films happen to have New Year's Eve parties at their heart. So if you're looking for a movie to watch, here are my three recommendations. Number one, a movie I watch at least once a year, Sunset Boulevard. It was released in 1950, directed and co-written by Billy Wilder, along with Charles Brackett. It was named after a major street that runs through Hollywood and stars William Holden as Joe Gillis, a struggling screenwriter, and Gloria Swanson as Norma Desmond, a former silent film star who draws him, Joe, into her fantasy world, where she dreams of making a triumphant return to the screen. Pay close attention to Norma Desmond's New Year's Eve party, where Joe Gillis, as I mentioned, the struggling screenwriter, finds himself the only guest of a very depressing and morbid party. Norma and Joe fight. Joe leaves to find friends his own age to be with. And it's at this second New Year's Eve party that Joe meets a lovely young woman, Betty Olson, a script reader, and begins to let go of his cynicism. Warning, Wilder does not give us a happy ending with Sunset Boulevard, but this film will become a favorite of yours, I promise. Second favorite? The Poseidon Adventure, released in 1972 and written by Wendell Mays and Sterling Siliphant. I've always liked that name, Sterling Siliphant. And starred five, count them, five Oscar winners. Gene Hackman, Ernest Borgnine, Jack Albertson, Shelley Winters, and Red Buttons. Whew, thank God for Shelley, because otherwise that would have just all been men. The plot centers on the fictional SS Poseidon, an aging luxury liner on her final voyage from New York City to Athens. That's right. The SS Poseidon is retiring. Before it's scrapped on New Year's Day, it is overturned by a tsunami. Passengers and crew are trapped inside, and a preacher attempts to lead a small group of survivors to safety. This film is just too much fun. And I love the cast, especially Shelley Winters, who plays a former swimming champion who helps save her fellow passengers. 
I have never seen the remake with Emmy Rossum and Fergie, but who knows? Maybe I will in 2023. When Harry Met Sally. Released in 1989, I've lost count how many times I've watched this movie. Not all the way through every time, but for me, it's one of those movies you can just watch a scene or two and walk away happy. It was written by Nora Ephron and directed by Rob Reiner. When Harry Met Sally uses New Year's Eve for uh, the moment when Meg Ryan and Billy Crystal confess their love for one another. Controversial take. I fast forward through the older couples talking about themselves. I didn't like being taken out of the story. And I remember one older man was talking about practically stalking his wife before she agreed to date him. Eh, Different times. So if you're looking for a New Year's movie, watch one of these or all three. Oh, I see that we've got Terry. Let me see how I do this so I can get us... Yeah, hold on. Yeah, I've got it. I've got it. I got it. I got it. Here, I'm just going to push this. Okay, remote coming in. Three, two, one. Sandy, can you hear me? Great. I can't hear you. We are live at the NoHo Super Spreader. It's a ton of people. They have masks on, but they're all on backwards. So, 0% chance of contact dandruff. I feel good about that. It's early here, but I'm gonna talk about the song of the night. And it's not boogie oogie oogie like you'd think. It's the new year, so it's old Lang Syne. Now, Wiki suggests that historically, it was also used at funerals, graduations, and it is a farewell or ending to other occasions. But I say, not so much, because there are 21,872 Christmas songs. That figure may be off, and I ask our listeners to take the time and count them all and let me know. But there is just one New Year's song, and it's Old Lang Syne. I said New Year's song because it's sung immediately in the new year. The second it can be sung, we sing it. Except that one year, the Prince tune in 1999, it came in a tight second. But singing that one again the next year just gets you the stink eye. We went right back to the the good old Lang Syne. Now, not many know it's based on a poem written by Robert Burns in 1788, who, ironically, was partying like it was 1999 at the time. The tune got a melody update in 1799, which sounds like someone forgot to copyright their work. Thus, Robert got burned. You hate to see that. So, a reminder to all the writers, register your work. Come on. Old Lang Syne translates to old long since, or long, long ago, or days gone by, or 
times long past, or as the ghost of Robert Burns said in a Rolling Stone interview in 1996, I just couldn't make up my mind. The phrase Old Lang Syne was also used in poems by Robert Anton, Alan Ramsey, James Watson, and Matthew Fitz. And their lawyers are still working out the 234-year-old lawsuit. All trying to own a song that is sung once a year by everybody, none of whom understand it. The only other song like it is the thong song during spring break. Here's a fun fact though. It comes in second place in songs sung while intoxicated. The first being, of course, Freebird by Leonard Skinner. But in the end, I contend that a 234 year old song containing words and meaning that a modern person does not understand is really the perfect thing to sing after a couple glasses of champagne. Especially if the folks at Page International Screenwriting Awards sent you a gift bottle. And by the way, a happy, warm New Year's to those folks. And to you folks who bother to listen to us. Have a great 2023 and may success pour out like champagne. That's the report from the San Fernando Valley. Back to you in the studio, Sandy. Terry, I don't think you can hear me, but Happy New Year, Terry. Can you believe it? We've been doing the Writers Hangout for an entire year. I wouldn't want to do this with anyone else but you, and your whole being makes this podcast better. So writers, on Twitter and IG this week, I asked you to DM us your New Year writing resolution and how you plan on making it happen. And one lucky writer will be picked randomly for a free entry to the 2023 Page Awards competition. Here we go. Don Gray wrote, my goal is to finish up a rewrite of several episodes of The Pack. I've steadily been pitching out the pilot, and without specific rewrite suggestions from any production company, I feel that it's at a good place to hold. With that, on the third, I begin applying for film grants in both my primary state and where we all filmed the trailer to see if we can gather funding to finally film the pilot. It's all very exciting, and placing in the quarterfinalists of the Page Awards last June was definitely a motivator in this decision. Thank you. Ah, uh, Don, our pleasure. Oh, I'm speaking on behalf for the Page International Screenwriting Awards. Our pleasure. And you did the heavy lifting by writing good script. And, you know, I really hope you get to film the pilot. I can, I, you know what? I'm going to make a prediction. You're going to make the pilot in 2023. Dr. Up and Not Crying PhD wrote, my New Year's resolution is to write two new TV pilots by turning their pitch decks into actual scripts. That's really cool. I hope you get them written. Uh, pitch decks. 
everybody's doing pitch decks. I really think we should do an episode just talking about them. Michael Bokes wrote, Hi, Page Awards. I was lucky enough to be a finalist in 2022, and my goal in 2023 is to write more consistently by incorporating it into my daily routine. By doing so, I aim to finish my sci-fi feature and write a new comedy pilot. That's great news. That is so terrific. Michael, uh, 2023 is looking good for you. Armin Baghari wrote, Merry Christmas. My writing resolution, as an Iranian, I can see a day that the first kiss scene in our cinema will happen, and that scene will be in my screenplay. Oh my goodness, that touched my heart so much, Amin. I really, really hope that happens. Richard Orstadt, another member of the page-winning family, sent us his 2023 worksheet and it is organized and filled with info regarding his marketing, polishes, contest submissions, and manifestations. Great job, Rich. Rasmin Bathers wrote, three to five pages every day, early start, simple yet affected, short and sweet, and I like it. You are correct, sir. Art of Adam Lum wrote, my New Year's resolution, I'm a comic writer and artist, but my degree was in film. 25 years later, I finally wrote my first screenplay in November 2022, an Arctic psychological horror. It may also end up as a comic, but I'm going to be actively submitting it to competitions and seeking sales of the screenplay in 2023. Adam Thomas Lum Happy New Year and congratulations on finishing your first screenplay. That is so exciting. Reese Timberwolf Taylor said, My New Year writing resolution is simple further develop my writing skills and to help develop writers in my community. Writing for film is collaborative, and I think group development is beneficial to both the writers and the industry. Couldn't agree more, Reese. Bravo. Melody Herr said, I'm planning to finish two new features and a pilot. Also going to review a few older projects. I'm going to do this by leaving the day job. Whoa. Full stop there for a second, Melody. Wow. That is brave. And two, writing full time. Three, perseverance. Great, Melody. Please, please keep us posted. Ed Silva wrote, I've been writing since 2010. I've been taking this month of December to self-evaluate and set my standards higher for 2023. I'm looking back and seeing what worked and what didn't. I want to finish writing one more novel, but most definitely I want to focus on my feature scripts, perhaps win an award and see it opening opportunities. Otherwise, my wife will want to see my head on a silver plate, just like John the Baptiste. (laughs) And it sounds like 2023 is going to be really busy and filled with opportunities for you. Gina McJoney said, my New Year's writing resolution is to write another half hour comedy pilot. I plan on making this happen by joining a writer's group with a cohort of funny and talented writer friends. I feel one of the best ways to become a strong writer is to read the work of my peers. 
100%. One of the best ways to get better is to join a writing group. It's really a simple thing to do, but so beneficial. Keep us posted how the group's going and who the troublemaker is. James M. Denton. I'm going to turn one of my screenplays into a novel and self-publish it. You know, James, it's really not a bad idea because agents do love screenplays based on books. Lucy DeJong wrote, Hey there, happy holidays. My writing resolution is to rewrite the synopsis and the script of an adaption I'm working on. The book is called The Syrian Jewelry Box by Karina S. Burns. Mm, That sounds so interesting. Alana wrote, getting a producer attached to one of my female-driven features and getting repped. Good goals. Samantha Merrick for 2023. Get the words, images, emotions, and soul out of my head and onto the page. Unapologetically, unfiltered, with reckless abandon. Samantha, the best way to do that is to turn off this podcast right now, fire up your laptop, and start. Now, the moment we've been awaiting for has arrived. The winner of the free entry to the Page Awards competition is Reese Timberwolf Taylor. Writers, you are all winners to us. Thank you for taking the time to let us know your New Year's writing resolutions and keep us posted on your progress. And Reese, I'll be reaching out to you. Writers, Thank you. It's been a great year and may 2023 be full of opportunities for you and sweet dreams. That's a wrap for the Writer's Hangout. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, like, and thrive. Till we get to hang out again, keep writing. The world needs your stories. The Writer's Hangout is sponsored by the Page International Screenwriting Awards. Executive producer, Kristen O'Vern. Producers, Terry Sampson and Sandy Adamitis. Music by Ethan Stoller.